I want to cancel this podcast. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, I'm okay, kidding. Okay. okay, that was really funny. Uh, <laughs> not all men. Carly looks at me. Hi, Carly. Hi, Katie. I be looking at you. You do be looking at me. I like to look at you. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little sleepy, a little tired. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we were recording this uh, in the a.m. hours, which usually are my peak hours. Won't you stay till the a.m.? What is that from? All my favorite conversations. Leave a comment if you know. It's One Direction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I should have just guessed. I should just... <laughs> I almost got that tattooed on me. Really? Yeah, like... Why don't you just stay till the a.m.? No, no, no. Not like that, but honestly, it might. Uh, but like a radio dial switch to the a.m., Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's like kind of c- cool and funky. I just, it reminds me of, I don't know, you have songs like that you used to listen to in high school with your friends. Yes. It reminds me of me and my best friends driving down PCH mm. and we would blast that song and the whole song's like, you know, we're getting older and like, why don't we stay till the night, bitch, and let's get drunk and it just really reminds me of them. That's sweet. I know. Mine was always like, uh, what's that fucking band? The Neighborhood. Oh <laughs> It's just, just very much like, only flood, you are flawless, but I just can't get to destroy like, it. That's all. Daddy is just it's like, like don't even cry, little girl. girl. Nobody, Nobody does, does it like you do. They should sponsor us. Daddy issues. Should Daddy issues sponsor us? Um, The collective agency of Daddy issues. <laughs> is that trademarked? That song or just... The, the word. The, the idea of a daddy issue. Who owns issues. daddy issues? We should. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Pay I mean. me let's my royalties. Get a, let's get all that trademark. Pay me um, my royalties. Which just, it leads me to a great thought, Carly. What's what's that? Is it the daddy that causes the issues that I have, or am I the daddy causing my issues? Oh, are you, oh I see what yeah. you're saying. I yeah, see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, am I holding the gun to my head, or is it a daddy? Yeah. Did I create a daddy? Yeah. <laughs> In order to villainize or create like a villain, yeah, when really, it, it's it my could own be acts that are making me. Do you ever try to? I always am like, am I the evil bitch or am I the little baby victim? Yeah, it's not. A, it's not black and white. But I'll tell you what, I think that you are not alone in that. I don't think so. Either. <laughs> I feel like a lot of girls are uh, both the victims and the villains in their own lives. Oh yeah, and we would know because we, we are, are just, just like, like other girls, girls but. but we're, We're not, not like, like other, other podcasts. podcasts. Yeah, it's really, um, I feel like it's a big growing up moment when you look back on past behavior where you were like, I was so slighted. I was so wronged. I was just, you know, in this situation, I was clearly in the right and I was being made to be the victim of my circumstances. And mm-hmm. you take a step back and you're like, oh, shit. No, I kind of did all of that to myself. Yeah. I caused most of that Definitely. to happen. My actions are the reason why I felt that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think I think it's hard because, I mean, I think this is like a nuanced topic because I do think 
uh, I think about like being in high school or like a child, and I feel like that's different because you're a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to go through those moments where you fuck up and you yeah. hurt other people or you like are shitty to yourself, yeah. and you're like, I'm just a child. I don't Which know. makes sense, but now that like I'm in my twenties, I can't really be like. I'm a, I'm a kitty. I don't know. Okay, but I still find myself doing that. I uh, really... I mean, I'm trying to clock it, mm-hmm, but I... Mm-hmm. There are times where I feel entitled to this youth, and there is this thing where I'm like, I know better. Yeah. Because, I mean, A, I've been around the block, but I feel like for a long while, I've known things that make me feel like I'm ahead of the game in some way shape or form like I feel mature and so there are things that other people my age do that I'm like it's fucking stupid yeah but then because I know that I am that age and Mm -hmm. I am perceived by others to be naive because we are all this age you could play into that yes so I'm Mm -hmm. like okay how do I what can I get away with that's exactly it. no I feel the same way where I'm like you know, I don't have to turn, not that I like, no, yeah, like, oh, I don't, maybe I don't have to turn something in on time or, you know, I'll just forget to do this and then I'll be like, oops, I so, I'm so dumb. Yeah. Like, I've done that. Where you like, you play it off as your dumbness? Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, I'm so young, I just forgot. Being. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I do just forget. So I think that's the thing, right? Is like blurring the lines between like. When it's convenient to me. Yes. To be a baby. Yeah, uh, that's it. This is... Uh... When can I poop my pants? <laughs> and when will people be like, oh, it's okay. Well, okay, I'm dating somebody who is older than I am mm-hmm. by a bit. And, like, this is something that I constantly need to clock. Because there are times where it suits our relationship to, like, lean into that age difference. Because it gives us both a feeling of fulfillment that, like, we look for in the relationship. Um but then, then there are times where I need to check myself and be like, okay, when am I being a child when it's convenient to me? Yeah. Like, when am I playing on an imagined naivete because I feel like I get something from it? Yeah. Which, like, is manipulative. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. a big root of am I the victim, am I the villain, is, like, how much of your behavior is... Self-aware. Yeah. It's, like, it's manipulation that you just aren't calling what it is. Yeah. Because it's scarier to say that. Yeah, because you're also still thinking of yourself as the victim. So you're like, well, this is my survival tactic. Yeah. And yeah. I thought I feel like that a lot about about sex. Mm-hmm. Like I think that was felt like so much of my relationship to sex was wrapped up in power, and I felt like, okay, well, I'm this young girl, and all I think that men want from me is to fuck me. So the way that I'm gonna get power out of this situation is like I'm gonna fuck them. And maybe in that process, elicit feelings from them, and then I'm just going to leave them. Yeah. And so in that way... Because that's your only gun in the fight. Yeah. And I was like, this is what they want to do to me, Mm -hmm. which is not necessarily the case, but because I internalized this, like, I will constantly be the victim of this, like, hypersexual patriarchal structure. the, The way that I could get some power back is to use that and then fuck off yeah um, it's a protection mechanism yeah like, you can't hurt me i'm gonna hurt you first because i know what you're gonna do yeah but at the same time it doesn't take into account the fact that these are real people with real emotions yeah that's the whole thing right right and like it's easy for me to be like okay well like you're 10 years older than me so 
that's your shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you develop feelings for me, then like that just makes me smarter than you, and you need to figure that shit out. I'm just you know gonna leave you in my wake. Makes me feel powerful because it's also like hee hee hee. I'm just a young thing bouncing from flower to flower, and <laughs> like I don't have to deal with the consequences because you knew what you were signing up for, and that's just it's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up because I I am not that naive Mm -hmm. in some ways clearly I am but like in this way I know that these are real people with real feelings and I would want them to treat me with the level of respect that I was not giving these people because I was assuming that they were out to get me yeah or that they were gonna fuck me over yeah no totally yeah it's it's very interesting because I do think there's like a Again, not black and white. I do think there's, like, an accountability we need to hold ourselves to. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, even you, like, taking the time to fucking, like, deconstruct that is already such a great step. But it's, like, there's a reason that you you came to this realization, right? Like, like the reason that you realize that that's how you get power. Oh, yeah. Because you must have been hurt by this sort of patriarchal society. I don't know. It's interesting because, because my therapist and I talk about this, right? I think it's a really interesting topic to be... I think I blame myself for anything that goes wrong in my life, which, mm. which like, is not... Uh, is not... Uh, it doesn't fix the problem because yeah, it, just makes, it just makes me the problem. Yeah, it's not constructive. Thank you. Uh, that's what I was trying to look for. Anyway, um, and, and sometimes you get in a feedback loop. I think people that have victim complexes... I think I kind of have a victim complex where... You get stuck in the feedback loop where you're like, oh, this relationship ended because of me, because I'm this, this, this. Oh, no one's ever going to love me. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And you just get stuck in this fucking mm. loop of like self-pity. Self-pity. And he was saying like, sometimes <laughs> like th- th- there's there's a difference between like, yes, I I go out of my way and I, and I sometimes I date people that I know are going to like harm me. Uh, emotionally harm me but he also was like you can be aware of that but also you should be aware of like the structure and the people that have led you up to this point Mm -hmm. he was like you were taught that this is the only thing you could do for love Mm. was to be self-destructive and he was like so you should take that anger for yourself and put it on like this patriarchal society because that's more beneficial to me because then I'm not going to spend hours being like I'm an idiot, I'm stupid, I'm fat, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to be like, I hate the structure. I'm so fucking pissed at the structure. I'm mad that I fell into it. I'm mad that I'm a victim of it. But it's not always on me, you know? Yeah. I didn't raise myself. This whole world raised me. So what can I do to fix that? And this is what the podcast is, right? Yeah, no, I totally think so. And, and our art. So, I okay, two things with that. One first question. Well, actually, maybe I'll do this first. Um, I think that's great because I think so much of what we do in here is like externalizing all the stuff that causes us shame and guilt so that we can release a little bit of that like need to self-destruct and punish ourselves and like give it a face and a name and be like, okay, how do I combat that? But at the same time, it's like finding that balance between being like it's me i fuck everything up like uh-huh. i'm the reason why this didn't work uh-huh. and also just being like the patriarchy yeah. because you know the patriarchy but also 
how do you There's react? There's a balance. Yeah, how, yes. do you, how do you, in uh-huh. response to it? Um, but yeah, my question, like, about the, the thing that you were just talking about with your therapist was, do you think that the it's my fault narrative, do you think that is more of a victim complex or a villain complex? Like, you think that... That's a good question, because I do... Because there is something, like, inherently self-absorbed about being, like, it's all my fault. No, definitely. But at the same time, you're, like, I'm I'm the one that's doing harm. I'm the villain. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess I, I, I would say that a villain complex is more correct. Um, definitely. And and I think, I think it's just... In my brain, it's such an easy, quick fix because I hate myself so much. I'm working on it, obviously. But since I've, I've just been... I've just lived with self-hatred for so long, it's such an easy answer to be like, this didn't work out because of me. Yeah. Because I understand that. I understand why. Because in my head, I'm like, okay, I know me. I get it. What? But then that leads me to be like, well, you're always, you're always the problem. So no matter what relationship or job or thing that comes up it's always going to end because of you yeah and that's shooting yourself in the foot before you get there yeah you know what I mean and you never give yourself an opportunity to prove yourself wrong yeah and and I think it's great great that I'm like aware of this now because obviously I've grown a lot in the last couple years I'm still like struggling with my self-worth and you know this this weird nuance of like villain victimizing yourself but I do think I've become a lot more equipped in relationships and in life to not push myself down before I even got up. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I've I think I've got a lot more tools now where I don't I don't hold myself back. Yeah. As as often. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I think that that's a big step in recognizing that. I think a, a big part of what the villain-victim duality is is a level of, like, denying responsibility, right? And, like, looking outside of yourself for answers, which I think we are so used to doing. Mm-hmm. And also, like, not trusting your own decisions. Yeah. Which is a huge thing for me. I feel like I have such a difficult time. No matter, no matter the situation, like, I go back and forth on every goddamn choice because I think that I'm doing the wrong thing. Um, But I think so much of the villain victim thing is like looking back at choices that you've made and recognizing like, yes, okay, the reason why I made those choices is because I was having this kind of reaction. Like, for example, I'm thinking of a time when I was younger where I wasn't able to handle the emotions that were coming up for me in response to a certain situation. So I was like, I want nothing to do with this. I need space. Mm-hmm. I need I need mm-hmm. to just remove, remove myself from the situation. And I completely cut people out of my yeah, life. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, because I'm like, this makes me feel uncomfortable and bad and sad, so I don't want to be around it. And to me in that moment, I was like, this is self-care. Sure, but I also was not giving myself an opportunity to feel those feelings and, like, come to terms with them. Yeah. And I ended up losing people because I was like, what I'm going to do is just fucking leave. Yeah. That's my defense mechanism. And it was easy for me to 
it's an interesting thing because it's, it was easy for me to feel like that was the right choice and it made it so that like I wasn't the villain and I also wasn't villainizing anybody else but I also think I have this weird because of the way that I was raised like I have a big disdain for a victim complex like I think it's something that I'm working on but like I used to throw the word weak around like a lot like as a derogatory thing and just being like if you don't have self-discipline or like you you know x y and z don't i think we were made to be yeah friends we, with each other. we walk into each other's I eyes just, for a very I specific just, reason I just, like every time you talk i'm like when then there came me <laughs> <laughs> no it's 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 and it's it's something that i have put a lot of work into and i think empathy has a lot to do with it right but i think that for so long i was I had learned to just repress what I was feeling and push it down and, like, just continue on the way that I had always continued on. And, like, if something didn't make me feel good, I was just going to get out of there. Definitely. And so I would see people having authentic, vulnerable reactions to things, and I'd be like, fucking weak, victim-ass person. Yeah. And I don't have time for it, and, like, I don't want to be responsible for it. Yeah. Because I was always told that, like, my feelings are a burden. Yeah. Or I felt like my feelings were a burden. Um, so. I think that's also a difficult thing for me now is trying to find the balance between when I am feeling... When I'm feeling something, recognizing that it's not something that someone else is doing to me. Yeah. Because I think that's part of the victim complex is being like someone else is like attacking me or like punishing me and that makes me sad. Yeah. Um, and they're being really mean and all those things could be true but it's also like it's your reaction to the thing. Yeah. And I, that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to get your shit together and stuff it down and repress it like I think I had spent so much time doing but rather being like okay why am I having this reaction? Um, I feel like neglected by this person or I feel like I need more communication or like I need them to tell me what they're thinking. Um, and I feel like they're closing off from me and instead of turning it into something that they are doing to me that is making me have a feeling, I'm like, okay, I'm having a feeling because of my thoughts about this situation. And so we unpack it understand where it's coming from make my peace with it and be like cool this makes sense and then where do we go from here yeah i think a great way like a great tool i found about like when i feel like i'm being attacked or like victimized or whatever i try like if someone's being blatantly disrespectful to you uh i feel like i've gotten to a point where i'm like well that says more about you yeah that it ever does about me yeah and that almost makes me feel better that i'm one, I don't treat people shitty like you. And two, I'm also smart enough to realize that it's not me and it's it's you. Yes. I think that's huge. I, so, yeah, I think when you're, like, in a scenario, you should really try to... St- I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It takes practice. It's taken me two years to even be able to cohesively say this to Carly. But, like, when someone is, you know, treating me badly, instead of being, like, I'm the worst. I deserve it. Like, oh, yeah, this person doesn't like me, blah, 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 blah. I try to step out of it and be like, what is happening? What is this person saying to me? And then be like, oh, 
they're saying these things to me, but really it's about them. You no, know what I mean? Is. They're it's, saying it to them. It's like, where is this coming from? I would like people in my life who are very defensive right off the mm-hmm. bat. I used to be like, I want nothing to do with these people because they're unpleasant to be around. Yeah. And like, they're bringing an intense energy to the situation that does not require it. But now, you know, while that all those things are kind of true still, it's like, okay, I realize that this person has probably felt like they were never taken seriously or they were attacked their entire lives. And so, like, how do I create an environment where this person feels completely safe with me? And so I'm like, yeah. Empathy, bitch. Yeah, just being like, instead of having their defensiveness activate my defensiveness and now we have this big like rift between us where we both are like having our swords out you're across the pond yeah and And it's like we're not getting anywhere from that i'm gonna be like it's all good yeah no worries man like you it's a radical self-responsibility thing for sure i love radical self-responsibility that saved my life it's like i take care of myself you take care of yourself if i feel like there's a boundary being crossed like i'm gonna set a boundary if i feel like yeah. You know, I want to trust that everybody, by, but by, like, really honoring my own needs and, like, saying authentically what I am feeling. Yeah. I want to let that be, become a space for other people around me to do the same thing yes. so that I don't, yes. yeah. So I don't feel like, you know, we're, all, we have this, like, charade mask game it's happening. All bullshit. Yeah, in which we like need to figure out the best way to communicate to the other person so that they will hear us. No, yeah, it's if, as someone who suffered like social anxiety and low self-esteem, like radical self-responsibility has changed the fucking game for me. Yeah. Like I remember when me and Carly first became friends. I mean, it's not even with <laughs> just about Carly, but like in like a you know, say like say when I was like really insecure, I'd be like Oh, like uh, Carly didn't say hi to me today. Like, what did I do wrong? Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Why is Carly? Why is Carly mad at me? Carly's so. I always mess up. Instead, I'm like, if I was hurt by Carly, I'm gonna say something. So if Carly's hurt by me, she's smart and willing to say something. So if she doesn't come up to me and say, "Hey, you hurt my feelings. I don't like you." Yeah. Then I'm creating this false narrative that isn't even real. Yeah, and that then in turn puts an expectation on your end that like. If something happens and it hurts your feelings, you have an you know you you have an obligation to bring it up because like yeah. that's the kind of friendship that we have is like it doesn't need to be a crisis to be like no yeah this thing happened. Well, I think that's why our friendship's so special is that we challenge each other because I have a really hard time articulating my needs out loud because I don't want to confrontation. It just feels like confrontation. Yeah, because they're like if I have a need, you're gonna leave me. You're gonna leave me. Like the other, the other <laughs> day, I spent, like, the other day, I had, like one thing to say to Carly, and I spent twenty minutes sitting in my head, being like, "Just say it." Just what say was it? it? Oh, 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 yeah. When you're like, "This hurt me." Yeah, what you yeah. said hurt my feelings. But, but it's that was my own shit. Like I'm more of that. It just like, but it's just so funny because I, it, it's great because it really does challenge me. Because then I feel safe and loved by you. So then when I'm in like a a real world situation. But when I'm like with someone who I don't feel that way with, I'm slowly developing yeah. armor and tools to then be like, Hey, that upset me. Like you can't talk to me like that, which like maybe to some people is silly to be like, what? but that's really hard for me to say. No, I feel it. And I think that this is a big thing with men. I think this is a big man, woman binary, um, or like people who were, uh, socialized as men. Um, and or femmes just being like I 
have always been told that my needs don't matter as much as Some the other people's. And I think men are very used to having their needs met. Mm-hmm. And so when they don't have their needs met or they... Feel uncomfortable. Yeah, just like anything. I think that there, you know, there are experiences that I've had with men that make it very clear to me, like, oh, you never learned how to gracefully navigate other people's feelings Mm -hmm. because your feelings have always come first Mm -hmm. or you know at the end of the day that's just like not a skill that you valued because it didn't affect your social positioning yeah whereas I think women have had to put a lot of energy into how we come off to others because it's especially if if you feel like you only get respect if someone wants to fuck you so you're like, this person doesn't want to fuck me, so I have to try extra hard for this person to respect me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, think about it. That's like, when I send an email, I'm like, hi, exclamation point, exclamation point, um, sorry to bother you. Can you do this for me? If not, no worries. <laughs> I hope you're having a nice day, but don't worry. Thanks for reading this email. Thanks for taking the time. I'm like, this is so funny. You're the best. I love you. Sunshine, Catherine. Where I feel like a man would just be like, hey, I need you to do this for me. Bob. The end. I'm I'm putting flowers on everything I do because I'm like I don't want to come off as uh, what if they think I'm 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 mean or bitchy or what if they think I'm in there what if they're annoyed by me yes what yes. if I'm annoying them what yes. if they don't like me now and it's like I'm sending an email asking this person to do one thing for me yes and, and I'm, I'm spending ten minutes trying to decide how to not be sound like a cunt <laughs> what what I mean I was just talking about this so stupid I had this conversation with my partner because I just spent time with him and. adjust my seat real quick I just spent time with him and there were a couple different instances where like I did something that he didn't want me to do for example I stepped on his surfboard and it got sand on it and he was like that's gonna make it hard to get the sand off um and he just like he chastised me very bluntly Mm -hmm. and it like sucked all of the oxygen out of my body because I was like I'm so used to maybe it's just because we've been spending so much time together (laughs) but like the way that I have always learned to navigate um telling somebody something like telling telling somebody something that you need from them or like to asking somebody not to do something it's always like for example if it was me maybe I would have said something like hey, no, you don't know this because you're, like, totally not a surfer, bro, but, like, don't step on my surfboard because you're going to get sand on it. Or, like... And they're like, hee, 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 Carly's yeah. so funny, but also I won't do that. Yeah, exactly. So you're like, okay, cool, note taken, but also, like, it's not dire. It's, like, not... The stakes aren't that high. But it's, like, in this moment, he was like, don't step on the surfboard. <laughs> and suddenly I was like, oh, so I'm an idiot and a child, and this is all my reaction happening to it because when I get chastised, I shut down. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like... I'm being threatened Um, and so it really ruins the moment for me but then later like we we had talked about it and then later I did something else like I stepped on the edge of his bed frame and it was uh it was delicate and again it, it felt like a moment where my mom was telling me like my mom was like smacking my hand or something because we were like having this light sort of moment and then he he pulled out of it almost immediately his face dropped and he was like don't step on that Mm -hmm. and I was just like damn and we talked about it and he was like yeah I just am realizing that I don't have like I have trouble communicating 
to people outside of like a work situation where I'm in charge, I'm a manager, I'm like higher up than these other people. So I can tell them the way that I need things to be done and it doesn't feel like a threat. It just feels like the job. Yeah. And then in this situation, I was like, I do not respond to being spoken to like so bluntly. Yeah. That's not how my brain works. Yeah. And I'm also trying to challenge myself to not automatically be like, okay, well, I just need to get over it because I was raised to be super, super frilly or super um, fluffy with the way that I go through my social interactions so that everybody feels okay. Yeah. And that's not correct, and therefore I need to change it to suit his needs. I need to be like, okay, well, he needs to also soften to me. Oh, yeah, compromise. Yeah. um, Amen. And I think that's another thing, too, that I'm... I'm working on is seeing where there are differences between us and not immediately wanting to be like well what I'm doing is wrong and therefore I should go and do it's I was just gonna say I feel like as a woman when we get in a scenario where someone teaches us how they you know how they react or how they think we instantly are conditioned to be like I am I did not learn this right you are correct I should switch it yes I'm I'm hurting myself because I'm being too nice or I'm hurting my but it's like yes but it's like you're a nice ass bitch. So it's like if all of a sudden, <laughs> and I get so much out of like socially, I and you like really being thrive. nice, do you not? I do like being nice. So yeah, it's like it's like it's weird because I would have the same result where I'd be like, oh yeah, I should just be like, hey Carly, don't talk shit about me. <laughs> I don't know, but you know what I mean. But yeah. it's like that's not my core being. So yeah. it's like there is a balance, and there is also a realization of like, just because someone does something differently than us doesn't make what we're doing wrong. And I think that's huge. I also, I think this comes back to us being very introspective, mm-hmm. almost to a fault, <laughs> um, or like self-aware, mm-hmm. and wanting to work to become better versions of ourselves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. keyword versions of ourselves. Sometimes that runs up against my hard time trusting my own decisions. Yeah. And so I'll be like, oh, is this thing I do actually like a pattern based from trauma that is unhealthy? For example... My ritualistic cleaning of my space where I'm like, I really like everything to be tidy. It's like my first thing that I do in the morning before I have my coffee. I just like make my bed, straighten things up, make sure my room just looks like nice and light and bright. And it makes me feel like I'm ready to start the day. And instead of just being like, great, that's a thing that works for me and makes me feel good. Sometimes I'm like, do I have issues? Do I have deep seated issues that I'm hiding from? Do I have things that I need to address in my life because I clean my space? Am I a control freak? Do I need to? And you're just stealing the joy out of the moment you had joy for. Exactly. And it's like, sure. Does that demonstrate a level of control that I feel like I need to have first thing in the morning? Yeah. But like, it's better than feeling like I need to control the people around me or like control my emotions. Yeah. It's a constructive way to do control. Yeah. It's smart. It's fucking smart. And it's beautiful. Makes me happy. And it looks so cute. Thanks. Yeah, I just I just want to touch on the male thing at work. It's so funny because my managers right now are women. Mm. And uh, they are so good at their job. And they apologize so much for telling mm. me what to do. And I just want to look at them and be like, you're in charge of me. Like, please don't apologize for doing your job. But it's like, we are conditioned to be. I'm so sorry. Can you like? Can you just do your job? And you're like, yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to apologize. Yeah. I want to do my job. Yeah. Which honestly, do you feel like men 
some men have shitting on women. Do you think like some men fall into the villain victim complex that they villainize themselves before anyone else can? Yes. Okay. I yes. Yes. Do you think that's what incels are? Maybe not completely, mm. but it's like well, it, they are an interesting look at the villain victim complex. But it's like it's like. Stacy doesn't want to fuck me but before Stacy even gets a chance to reject me I already don't want to because I'm a fucking incel and I'm ugly and, I'm, and I have a weird nose and I have this whole community of men who tell me no one wants to fuck me so I'm gross little pe- and it's just like everyone's yeah. beating each other up to be like yeah, a little bug well I think about incels sometimes when I because I, I think about our narratives that we talk about in here mm-hmm. talking about like I'm unlovable I'm unfuckable you know, my only worth is tied to this thing. And what makes us different from them is that we are doing the work constantly to combat that narrative. Mm-hmm. We're doing the opposite of like an incel forum in which they're like, you're right. You are unfuckable. Look at your fucking brow. Look at your fucking chin. You like beta ass cuck ass bitch. You're not going to fuck anyone. You might as well go. You need to yourself. get plastic surgery. You have to like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that in which they all in a cycle of self hatred, further the thing down into the ground spirals and then i feel like we have moments where we're like i'm a monster yeah i'm never gonna find love Mm -hmm. i'm can't hold a relationship i'm this this that and this and then we expect we are developing the tools to combat those thoughts with each other and with ourselves amen. so that we are <laughs> amen. amen 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 so, amen okay. <laughs> so that we can break that pattern of behavior and like get out of that narrative and so there are times when i hear us like going down these paths of like this is just the way that i am and i can't fix it this is my shit this is my narrative like my whole life i've been told this thing and so this is the truth that i know yeah and that's why we keep having to remind of ourselves, like, but that's not true. Yeah. That's something that we tell ourselves so that we are not. We in charge of, we're in charge of our cells. narrative right now. We are. Re- write your own narrative. We're writing. Rewrite your fucking narrative. Again, it goes back to the villain victim complex. Fucking, you have a gun to your head and you're like, someone's trying to kill me. And then you, the frame freezes out and it's just you. It's and you you're holding, holding the, gun. the gun to your head. Put it down. Put the gun down. You Put the gun down. You don't have to shoot yourself to feel like. That's your only thing that matters is that. Because I was thinking, like, you know how you were saying you have a uh, a mechanism of running away when things, like, things get hard. I feel like my coping mechanism is to, like, self-destruct in front of them. Like, you're trying to leave, and I'm, like, cutting myself open. Like, metaphorically. Yeah. But you're like, okay, so, okay, okay, okay. But in the process, I'm damaging myself. What do you think that comes from? Do you think that's a victim thing like I need to be saved hmm like I you can't leave if you if you really care about me you will stay so I I will survive which I think I don't know if that's a true thing but that would throw back to your past no yeah it's interesting because I I don't feel like I need someone to save me yeah but I do think some of my some of the things that come up in relationships or like some of my uh um what's it called fight or flight mechanisms are very like i need someone to hold me or like protect me but like my deep core i don't want that like i am so i'm so i spent a lot of fucking years realizing realizing that 
I'm the only person that could fucking save me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, yeah, it is very interesting to think about that. I think it might be like a... I don't know. Because, I mean, we talk about the self-annihilation aspect of it, where it's like, I hate myself so much that I want to destroy myself. And I feel yeah. like that makes sense. But then when you talk about, like, the self-destruction in view of the person that you want to have around, that makes me wonder, like, what what that is about. What the relationship the other person is to your self-destruction. No, yeah. Is it I... like, you were doing this to me? Or you are the only one that can stop me from doing this to myself? I don't know. That isn't... Because I'm self-aware enough to realize... I keep saying self-aware. But I'm aware that a lot of people... You know what it is? What? This is what it is. Because it's not the saving thing. Okay. It's the... I'm aware that people don't want to deal... Not everyone. But there's people out there who don't want to deal with people who are quote-unquote a mess or like a lot Mm -hmm. or so I feel like if I'm sensing someone trying to leave me or sensing someone feeling overwhelmed by me I take the agency of that and I destroy myself in front of them to like finally Uh. give a stamp for them to be like yeah you're insane peace but in my head okay I'm like I'm the one that caused that though so like I knew it was gonna happen therefore like Oh, I have okay. control over the situation. Like, you didn't actually leave me. I let you like, leave me by showing you who I really am. Because mm. it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't feel like a gesture that I'm like, because if I think about the times where I've self-destructed in front of someone, I know that they aren't going to be like, oh yeah, I, I want, yeah. I want to stay around this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's a great point. Like, I feel like people who the word is manipulation like people who manipulate especially like romantic partners by being like if you leave me i will do this to myself they know that that will keep their partner around versus very different where you're like oh this makes you uncomfortable well like this is who i am yeah that's how it feels yeah and then that being a thing it feels like they pour gasoline i mean i'm like this is what you want which <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then, the, but then that doesn't that doesn't do anything except the person being like, "Wow, you, you are actually insane." And then I'm just left, and I'm like, "Well, now I'm, I'm ashes." Yeah. So like, that's a. I think that's a. I think that makes me feel a lot better because I I really feel like when I do when I I'm out of control like that, I don't ever think like, this is gonna make him stay because mm. I I know like that's, I know that's not it. And I've been the person where I like want to save someone and like that wouldn't make me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, it's like finishing sense. the story for them because it... Mm. You're writing... Yeah, that's you taking your agency back. Yeah. It's like kink in a way. You're like... No, yeah. If I s- turn myself into a sex object, then you can't do it to me. Which is... Can but we talk about do? sex a little bit with victim film complex? Yeah. I... I feel like I need to take a second in my life and like really try to figure out sexually what I want and what I need from people and like develop mm. boundaries so therefore it doesn't lead me into like a victim villain complex because because I, I I love the power dynamic and I love like the agency it gives me but then do you, are you like in it and you're like is this it? Yes, Katie. Is this all it really is? Yes. Where you're sometimes like 
yeah, I, I think this comes like, especially in sex I've had in the past where I move into a sort of dissociative state yeah. and I'm like, who is this? Is this really what you want right now? What am I doing? Is this really solving everything you've ever wanted? And you're like, and that's when this? I start crying. <laughs> no, yeah, I am start I crying am I during sex. This? Yeah, yeah. No, I I have had that moment where I'm like, who? That's the self deception. I think it's that feeling. It's the feeling of being like, it's gonna make me feel so fucking good to like, and it, there is parts of it that turn me on. Oh like, yeah. Like, and it's also about having the right partner. Whatever. But like. When you pursue, like, a dom-sub dynamic with somebody who doesn't, either doesn't actually care about you, or that you don't actually care about, or, yeah, or, like, it's clear that you were both using one another, that's when it starts to feel like, oh, this, even though I said that I'm choosing this, I'm really not. I'm out of control. It feels like there's people watching you and they're like applauding. They're like, you're feeling it right. This is how it's supposed to be done. And you're, you're succeeding. And you're like, why am I, am I doing this for people? Imaginary people right now? Yes. That is the experience of being a woman is being the self that does and the self that watches. I, uh, well, it we is... need to watch that fucking movie. What movie is it? Requiem for a Dream. That's all. Oh yeah. I okay, just... great. Everyone should watch that. I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's very upsetting. But, um, yeah, I. You, we joke about this, right? We're like, uh, we're taught that once a man nuts, like that's when sex is over. But like, eat my pussy. But like, I can joke about that. But like, there's something deep in me, where I have like kept that to my core. Where I'm like, I, I the most important part of the sexual interaction is if I get this kind of come. Yeah, and sometimes I'm like, I don't want you to eat me out no. afterwards because then that puts pressure on me. But it's like, which is fucked up. But it's like, it's like, fucked up. Uh, it, it just sucks. I feel like that's why I need to sit down with sex and figure out what I really want. Because if I'm having sex with someone and the thing that's in my head is like, I gotta get this guy to come. I want this guy to come. Mm. I, I, so it can be over? No. So I can feel good about myself. Mm. That like, I was able to make a man come. Mm. Or like, I see, I see, I'm, see. I'm beautiful enough or whatever the fuck the dumb thing is, right? Yeah. And it's like, that. And that feels so good. Like, that feels so good that I don't even need to come because that's, like, coming. Oh, God. That's it. No, that's it. Do you know how many times I had sex with someone and they're like, well, you need me to get you off? And I go, no, I'm okay. And you're like, I already got off because you gave me the validation. And that's better than you making me come because I, because I know you can't make me come. <laughs> and in that way, I failed. That's how I. Oh God, layers. Like, if we if we move into a second part of the sex in which you're like, okay, well now I'm gonna make you come, and I feel like I can't come. Then I failed the sex. I don't get the validation. Wow, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. No. <laughs> Oh, God. No, it makes so much sense, though. Thank God I have words to it, because I was like... Oh, God. I had great sex the other day, and I was like, yeah, I love this. And then I was like, but I didn't come. But, like, why did I, like... I mean, you could still like sex and not come. But I was like, but, like, what is the feeling that I get from it? 
to triumph. It feels like someone came up, gave me a gold medal, and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I did that. I did that. But, uh, uh, oh, no. Oh, that makes me feel so gross. And that... That's the work we're that's doing. That's the faux liberation I'd be talking about. Oh, that's the thing, right? This podcast is so many layers. I know, but it makes me... I mean, there's sometimes where we throw out an episode where it's like... That's what I mean. But like, yeah, no, this... We didn't even know what we were going to talk about today, and I'm, I just... There's some nuggets in this that are, are truly... How many episodes I've been like, eat my pussy cunt, and then I'm like, sex scares me. I don't know if I ever enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know if I enjoy sex. Am I a lesbian? See, I think... I, I think it all... I thought about it. I thought about it. I'd be thinking about it. I thought about it. I said, what would it be like to have sex with a woman right now? Would I still have this weird dynamic of, like, male validation? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it takes a hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I... I'm pulling the gun to my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what gets me off. <laughs> I'm pulling the trigger every that's time. That's what gets me off, baby. Oh, <sighs> Carly, are you the victim or the villain? I'm feeling villainous today. Oh. I think I'm going to be a villain today. I like the idea that it's like we get we, to, we wake up and we get to put on a little mask of like villain. I'm pull, I, it's the it's the devil horns for me. The devil horns. Yeah. Okay. Right well, to balance it out, I'll be a little angel today. Okay. Great. Great. But secretly, I got little devil horns <laughs> on my butt. Oh. Okay. Well, I need to go lie down. I know. I think <laughs> I might go stare at the mirror for a little to process <laughs> what just happened. Um. Uh, good luck on your adventure, kids. It's a bumpy ride. Just consider all your options. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>